Oh, yeah, it is so good to see y'all. How are y'all doing? We are phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, everything is great. How are you? I am well. Wait, no. How are you? You just had a baby. Oh, my goodness. Your husband, y'all are looking so happy. So, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, a little, just a little something. Just a little something. <laughs> happy New Year's to you, though. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Man, 2020 was a year, but we it's made it. We made it to the other side. 2021 is in full effect. Amen. So we're ready for it and all the greatness that it holds. Hello. Yeah, I, tell people, I think 2020 was like preparation year. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you mm-hmm. made it through, just think it prepared you for what's getting ready to happen in 2021 and beyond. You know, I think it made us better people at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I just think it's better life. I know you're talking some good talk because the devil is already trying to shut us up. Because, yeah. Ashton, I, I missed that, that what you said, but I heard just enough to know what you just said was confirmation. You can't see it, but 2020 opened my heart, but 2021 is about gratitude. Wow. That's awesome. So I love it. This, this y'all connectors, this is going to be a good episode. Definitely is. Before we jump in, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Awesome. Well, I'm Brianna King. And I'm Ashton King. Yes. Her husband, her husband. Her husband. <laughs> yep. And uh, <laughs> we are located in uh, in Monroe, Louisiana. That's where we live at right now. But yep. I'm originally from here. Yeah. And, uh, I'm was- from Met- what he calls Metri, right? I'm from Metairie. Yeah. Uh, my family resides, of course, in the Baton Rouge area. Where the money reside. Okay, where the money reside. That's a fact. So, yeah, so we are Louisianians, um, loving it. And so we relocated out here uh, in West Monroe to open the office as well. And connectors, you know who I am. I am the host. I am the plug. I am Alexia Marche Plummer. Connectors, you know what to do. Sit back, relax, do what you do, whatever you do while listening to a podcast. And let's get connected. We are connected. All right, y'all. So connectors, these are my people. Brianna is my cousin by blood. Ashton, yeah. my cousin's husband. There you go. <laughs> so I am so excited about this episode because it's the new year, 2021. We are living where the money reside. And my cousin say, hey, I want to reach out to some people you know about financial literacy. So this is like the perfect time, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Brianna Ashton, you're from, I would say New Orleans, the New Orleans area. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me, tell the connectors a little bit about yourself growing up and just tell us about your childhood. Absolutely. So, yeah. So uh, as I mentioned, from Metairie, Louisiana, uh, came up in a, you know, mom and dad, you know, environment. I had my couple sisters. I was the oldest, right? All the pressure is on the oldest, right? Yes. So um, I I'm was, of course, yes, you know, you know the struggle, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so um, definitely was uh, not the side the head and told them go to college. Man. Of course, I followed and did that. Just had a phenomenal time. The experience is one. I'm sure everybody that's listening as well as yourself can relate. Uh, the college experience, it was great, right? You, you mm-hmm. connected with some great people, just had a great overall experience. And I thank God for that connection because it opened me up. Mm-hmm. It truly did. I was very passive. I was a very passive person, very shy, very timid. Um, it was very afraid to speak my mind. Really? And so college, I was. Look, she said, really? Because like, I mean, like I said, you know, I grew up, you know, I would see you in the country, you know, yeah. 
in the summer times or for 4th of July. And I always thought, wow, this beautiful girl, tall, you know, fine sister. She, of course, she walks around with confidence. Wow. Thank you so much, sweetheart. But yeah, no, that was that that was a very, you know, not so strong area. I hate to say weak, right? I was not so strong in that area, being confident and things like that. Um, And I would hide behind laughing and smiling and things of that sort. But college gave me that. It gave me... Uh, you know, a platform to kind of, uh, like I said, network and get to know people and uh, opened up. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so coming up in Metairie, you know, it's a good time. And, you know, I truly didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, cousin. I didn't know. I truly did not know. Mm-hmm. And so I just sat down one day and I realized, man, you know, the life that I was brought up in or the environment isn't what I want my kids to be brought up in. I didn't have a terrible childhood, right? Mm-hmm. But we never sat down, cousin, and we never had money conversations. Yeah, that's, it's the truth. And even in my family, like, it was, I'm just now, Brianna, I, I got my first credit card last year. Why? Because I was so afraid of Mm. having a credit card. Yeah. I didn't know that it's okay to have a credit card. Actually, it's smarter and, you know, in a certain sense. So, yeah. So I'm glad we're having this conversation. Like, you know, we're not bringing that into the next generation. So I know that y'all have to be teaching your beautiful babies. Yo, <laughs> connectors, their kids are the most beautiful kids. And they're like, what's Thank their you. days? Like cash, money, bank. <laughs> <laughs> I, love that. I love that. That is so funny that you say that. And look, I was bringing up those little people next, right? So our six-year-old is our daughter. She was our firstborn, right? And then we have a two-year-old. Like he just runs the house pretty much, right? We do as he says. And then we have our four-month-old daughter. So um, we are busy people. We are busy. We are uh, juggling, of course, right? Uh, but yeah, they, they are our worlds and they are the reason why we do what we do. Mm. We got uncomfortable at a point in our life and we said, man, we're going to get uncomfortable so we can go build something special for our kids. You know, we want them to be able to have, you know, options that we didn't have. Yeah. We want them to be able to experience different cultures, travel the world, you know, get to know different people and not have any restrictions or limitations on their life. Yeah. So I really thank God for us getting uncomfortable, right? To go ahead and make them have the uh, the life that we we always dreamed of. And uh, I'll turn it over to Ashton, you know, so you yeah. can give a little background on yourself. Yeah. And so I'm originally from Monroe, Louisiana, uh, grew up in a single parent household. Uh, unfortunately, my father wasn't in my life, so my mom had to, you know, kind of juggle both roles with being a mom and, you know, slash dad. And so, uh, but I had brother, I had a brother in my life who, you know, kind of filled that void as well. And then I had older cousins that I could look up to and, um, you know, kind of learn some things from them. But overall, my childhood wasn't bad. We didn't come up rich, though. I tell you that we didn't come up rich. Uh, so I know what it's like, you know, to kind of go without. But like Brianna said, I wanted to, you know, put my kids in a better position as well. And so uh, just like a lot of our uh, African-Americans, you know, I was taught to, you know, go to school, uh, get a good job. And that just wasn't the case for me. You know, I went to a bunch of different colleges and, you know, college just wasn't my thing. You know, um, I tried about three or four different universities and I just realized that, you know, for me, I'm not saying school is not for everybody. Right. But for me, you mm. know, school just wasn't my thing. Uh, I had about 19 or 20 different jobs as well. And I realized that working jobs ain't for me. Like, I don't, I don't like, you know, I don't like jobs either, right? And so, uh, you know, I started my own business when I was 21, 22 years old. And uh, I was a mobile detailer for, you know, a little while until I found the business that we are in right now. But, you know, over the past decade, uh, I've been able to be self-sufficient, you know, without needing a boss, without meeting a manager. Uh, you know, I've kind of been a CEO or a boss for the past, like, 10 years. And so that's just kind of like a little snippet of, uh, of my childhood and my background. Okay. Okay. So everybody knows this about me. I'm a foodie. I love to eat. Okay. Okay. So connectors from all over the world, right? Are listening to you. If they were to go to Metairie or Monroe or Louisiana, what would be your favorite meal to tell them they need to try? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first, and then I'm, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna let Brianna go. Right for me, mm-hmm. look, this is for me. 
Okay. I'm, I'm a look. I'm a state guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a state guy, man. I, I love. Look, I, I love. Ain't, ain't nothing like a good. It got to be a good steak, though. Ain't nothing like a good prime steak, right? Preferably an aged. You know what I'm saying? An aged prime steak, right? But I just take it if it ain't aged, right? But it got to be prime. And so, uh, so I would recommend you know something like a Root Chris or something like a Morton's. Uh, you know, two of my uh, two of my favorites down I in New York. I love Morton's. Yeah, yeah. Even even Desi Vega Steakhouse as well. I like Desi Vega. Okay. I'm yeah, never... so I'm a steak guy. Okay, see, I, I'm a steak person, but I don't know the difference between the different steaks. Like, yeah, see, they, they got this, it's a, and it's a big difference, right? It's a big difference, right? You got, you got different cuts, right? From fillets to ribeyes to strips, you know, there's different style of steaks, right? You know, from prime, choice, wagyu, you know, it's, you know, it has different temperatures that it should be cooked at, you know, rare, medium rare, well, you know, it's just, it's a, you know, it's really a science when it comes down to having a good steak, right? But I'm a steak guy. Yeah, I'm a steak guy. So do you do a lot of grilling too? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a little, a little, so I'm still learning, but I do, I do a little grilling from time to time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I don't know why. Right. But I can, I like steak. I can, yeah. I can, I can go for a good steak. How about you, Brianna? Man, I, he is a super carnivore, like carnivore. Uh, yeah. This guy loves, yeah. He lo- like he would eat a steak with no sides. And I'm like, where are your sides? Mm-hmm. He, the potatoes, forget it. He, you know, he'll go without asparagus. He'll, you know, if he's spilling, you know, sprucey, he'll, add some asparagus on the side or something yeah. like that, or some garlic potatoes. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not a, look, he can have all the steak. Look, I am a, a salmon girl. Like I love me some fish. Uh-huh. I love me some great chicken seasoned well and baked. Um, but going to New Orleans, I mean, Lord, you got so many options, but my number one thing is Copeland's. Like every time really? I go home, I have to have me some Copeland's. Uh-huh. I have to have the fried, um, crab cakes so there's a crab cake dish oh my goodness it's so succulent mm-hmm. you get two crab cakes and then you get the linguine and this buttered sauce oh my god it's to die for. it's at least a trillion calories okay. but it's so worth it say, my so, mouth is already watering oh it's so good and then <laughs> the, you got to get the flaky buttery biscuits to go with it like you can't eat it without the but the biscuit and you sop up the oh it's just delicious. It's good. See? And then when you're feeling great, then you go get yourself a daiquiri. Uh, oh, I need a peach melita right now. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes indeed. And that, is, look, that's some good eating right there. Yes. Yes. Connectors. Yes. This is why I will always say, please visit, please visit Louisiana, go to New Orleans, go to Baton Rouge, go to Monroe, Metairie, go. Yes. Don't worry. Don't worry. Eat. Just <laughs> eat. Don't worry. Don't That's worry it. about the pounds. Just eat. Just and then eat. when you go home, you worry about all the pounds that you gain. Just go. That's it. Now, now I'm ready to go home. I need to yeah. go home. <laughs> One of my friends, Copeland's is one of her favorite restaurants. So when I go home, we're definitely going to go to Copeland's. Yeah. Okay. Connectors, we were talking earlier about what they do, but they just gave us a little, little bit of snippets of what they do. And when I say they, I mean like the main event, right? That's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so that tell it. us, tell us about what y'all do. I'll have to ask and kick us off. We are a financial services team. You know, mm-hmm. me and my wife, uh, we are in business together. Uh, and one of the reasons I think that's such a big deal, because, you know, when you look at like a normal relationship, normal marriage, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that happens is, you know, the husband and wife really don't get to spend time with each other, you know, because the husband is on one side of town making money. The wife is on another side of town making money. Right. So they never really have an opportunity to come together mm-hmm. and, you know, enjoy life together. They spend more time on the job than what they do together. Right. So, um, you know, this business has allowed us to partner together, right? It has allowed us to, you know, take our talent, take our skill, take our work ethic and blend it together and, you know, make magic, right? So we wake up every single day uh, helping families with their finances, right? Uh, Anything from helping them with their life insurance, helping families get college accounts set up for their kids. uh, But also one of the most important things that we do is uh, put people in position to make more money because in America today, in America today, one of the things that people struggle with the most 
is money problems. And it's not having right. too much of it, trying to figure out how to allocate it. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm a, I tell people this, right? People don't have an allocation problem. People have an accumulation problem. Hmm. Now, so now Ashton, help... break that okay. down for us now. Okay, that's I got deep. you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. And so what I, what I mean is, you know, people don't have an allocation problem, meaning what do I put my money in? What portfolio should my, should, my, should my funds be in? Or what mutual funds do I start? No, people don't have an allocation problem, right? Should I do stocks or should I do bonds? Or, or should I put my money in real estate, right? No, people don't have an allocation problem. People have an accumulation problem. They just don't have enough of it. Once mm-hmm. you get some more, then you can start allocating it, right? So the first step we do is before we talk about allocation, we first got to talk about accumulation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Phenomenal. That's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So good. And so what brings me so much joy is knowing that, you know, when it comes to Wall Street, people are so intimidated when we talk about money. Like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, they cringe. Like, oh my goodness. We're going to talk about money. You know, and then the first thing that pops in the head is people's lack of, like Ashton said, you know, the accumulation process. Well, you know, fall in love with the, with the, the thought or the possibility of being able to learn money, mm. like being able to have something, right? The possibility of being able to have money and being able to, you know, acquire these things that they want. Not not saying wants like the things of the world, but just being able to make, you know, you have your needs met. Mm-hmm. You know, people struggle with that on a day-to-day basis. That's yeah. why extra is important. You know, getting up and working 40 plus hours a week or two weeks. And then, you know, being able to look at your check and say, you know what? this isn't it. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this isn't enough. And so that's what we are. That's what we step in and, and help families to fill that void, make yeah. them feel yeah. good about their finances again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and one, of the, one of the biggest things that you can do for somebody is like provide them with an opportunity, right? Like, like, right. like one of the reasons, one of the reasons America have so many, you know, foreigners today is because of the opportunities that's in America, right? You know, people mm-hmm. are, people are looking for a way out. And so, you know, we want to be a vessel. We want to be a, 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 a conduit for people to be able to find their way out, you know, mm-hmm. how they can go from, man, you know, rubbing two nickels together or go from, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul to where now everybody's able to get paid, right? Mm-hmm. Some people are up to their eyeballs in debt. We want to show them, you know, how they can start paying off their debt because the truth is, <laughs> the bu- look, the budget, the look, i never forget this, right? And I don't know if I'm over talking or not, right? But watch this. <laughs> a business, say. look. So you, business... pre- you preach it to us, preacher. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. <laughs> look, a business owner goes to sleep every single night mm. trying to come up with ways on how they can play, pay empo- employees less. Mm. Employees go to sleep every single night trying to figure out how they can do less work but get paid more. So it's a it's an inverse relationship. It's, ne- it's never mm. going to work out, right? And mm-hmm. so the same way that an average person look at like a light bill is the same way that the CEO looks at employees. You say, well, why is that? Because if you look at a business owner's equation, right? Guess what? Revenue minus expenses equals profits. He mm. want revenue up. He want expenses down so his profits can be high. Well, if you look at what wages fall at, wages don't fall in the revenue column. No, wages fall in the expense column. Mm-hmm. And everybody is trying to lower their expenses. So how are you going to get ahead in America when the CEO of the company is always thinking about how he can decrease you? He's always thinking about how he can pay you less because he's always thinking about, man, how can I get rid of some of these expenses? So what happens is they find somebody that's willing to take less money, make you mm-hmm. train them up. Get rid of your behind and bring in a new person that's making less money. So while they was paying you sixty thousand, they ready to bring in a new guy to pay him thirty thousand to do your exact same job. But before they fire you, they are gonna make you train them up. Mm-hmm. My goodness! Oh, y- y'all are saying so much because I was just having this conversation. I love what I do. I really do. But I understand the market too. Yep. And I'm not, I'm not ready to stop my job, you know, but I'm also the queen of a side hustle. I there you go. love side hustles, you Good know? Stuff. Look, here, here, here's a tip for people that love their jobs, right? And this is something maybe that you can apply, right? And I was telling this to a group of my friends not too long ago. I say one of the problems is most people get jobs and only earn and they never learn. 
Mm-hmm. I say, mm-hmm. no, the whole purpose of you working a job is so that you can learn, not earn. You, you got you got to just change your mindset around. No, you go to the job and, man, you learn everything there is to learn about management. Man, you learn everything you can learn about leadership. You learn everything you can learn about, you know, how to deal with employees. You learn everything you can learn about customers. So you go there to learn so that once you transition and you start your own business, then you can really go earn. But don't go to yeah. a job to earn, man. You go to the, you, you got a job so you can learn, not earn. Yo, word. That's, good. that's it. Yeah. That's the word. That's the word. I say, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, seriously. Yeah. But yeah. even Brianna, you said, I, okay, so I'm on Clubhouse. I'm obsessed with Clubhouse right now. Are y'all on Clubhouse? It's, no, no so I heard it's a it's an iPhone deal. We're like we're drawers. No, so when, no, I mean, where's the invite oh, come? No, baby, what did you do it? I think like you can reserve your spot, but I I would have sent you some invites. But anyway, I was in a room the other night, and it was like with some money people, and I was telling them money makes me so anxious. Mm. It makes me anxious to the core and I'm trying to, well, I'm not trying, I'm, I'm increasing my credit score. So, I mean, I got my little vision board right here on the side of me because That's I got awesome. some, some things planned, you know? And so I'm trying to like get my money, my ducks in a row, but it gives me so much anxiety. My finance girl is like, it's okay. You just have to do this and it's going to be okay. And I'm like, I know, but ugh, I don't want to call them. I don't want to do this. I don't want <laughs> I'd rather, like, honestly, and this may sound lazy of me, it may sound juvenile, but I wish that somebody could get my, my, uh, my direct deposit, give me a debit card or a credit card, because I know that's smarter, give me a credit card and say, this is your budget for the month, boom, go. And that person would pay my bills. Like, (laughs) honestly, like, I don't want to have to see the money. And I understand, you know, I'm willing to work for my lifestyle. That's not what I'm saying. It's just numbers already. I hate numbers. I can't, I can do numbers to an extent. I can add, I can subtract, but numbers make me anxious. I remember my dad tried to tell, he told me about the rich dad, poor dad, book yeah that book changed my life you know and I'm like ew I don't want to because it's it's numbers so I always shied away from it yeah and and it's and it's pretty simple like you know uh and I'll let Brianna go as well but you know I think people overcomplicate the financial industry and and it's really and it's really not meant to be a complicated deal right it's a game and you just you just gotta learn how to play the game right and so what you do is number one if you're in a position to where I tell people before you become bulletproof, right? Meaning that, you know, money is not an issue for you, right? Before you become bulletproof, step number one is you got to get bill-proof. And most people in America, they're not bill-proof, right? But for somebody like yourself that's bill-proof, right? And you're working towards becoming bulletproof. Here's what you do, right? You say, okay, well, how, what percentage of my money goes towards bills, right? So if, mm-hmm. let's just say if a person is making $2,000 and, and let's say, you know, a certain percentage of that goes towards bills. Well, all you do is you say, okay, well, I'm going to make sure that 20% or 30% of my money goes towards savings, mm-hmm. goes towards some type of mutual fund or go towards some type of IRA. And I'm going to let that money stay in the market for mm-hmm. 20, 30, 40 years until I get ready to retire. And you're going to look up and you're going to be a cash millionaire. Yo, money, money is useless. Money is useless. Just sitting in a checking account. Or it's useless just sitting in a savings account. Money is useless unless it's used. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Look, money is, is, look, remember that it is useless until it is used. Mm -hmm. That's a a fact. I think also, Ashton, what you were saying about the percentages, that helped me a lot. When we first started in the financial industry, you know, it, it can be intimidating, like you said. But looking at, okay, if I have a certain amount of money that's coming into my account, you know, when I get paid, automatically know, you know, you know, people have their percentages, you know, based on who they, their higher power, right? What they do with their 10%, you know, if they did the tithing deal. That's what I was going to ask, but I like, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's Yeah. That's oh, no, you're fine. Go ahead. 
<laughs> and then, uh, like Ashton said, like a 20%. So have you a set number if, you know, if there's a certain thing and we have tools that, you know, show people, look, this is what your money can grow to. So it becomes exciting. Mm. So ultimately, if a person says 20%, it could be intimidating to them. Right. But if you break it down 20%, you look at a dollar, that's 20 cents out of your dollar. Mm-hmm. You're still on, you're left with 80 cents. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that intimidating. If we break it down in those percentages, it kind of helps you to digest it better Mm -hmm. and then ultimately show you what the amount would be if we just stay committed like look let's look at let's let's just stay committed let's do three years let's start there let's take baby steps then we do five years then 10 years then ultimately you know set up their retirement fund but I think it helps to help do baby steps versus try to take a big bite of it so, yeah. yeah, it does. But that also, because I know connectors are like, no, but I want some money right now. I want to mm. flip this stim- stimulus check right now, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I want $5 million off of this 2000 Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. But so like, what do you say to that? Now, see, now there are opportunities out there where a person probably could do something like that. But for the average person, it just won't happen like that. Right. One of the things that I do from time to time is I study the billionaires in America, right? The top wealthiest 400 people in America. And I just kind of figure out like, how did this person get to where they at, right? And for most people on that list, the number one thing that they had working with them was time. Mm-hmm. Was time. Like you don't become a multi-millionaire. You don't become a multi-billionaire overnight. You mm-hmm. do it overnight overnight, you know, with an S, right? And I think, you know, we live in this microwave society, like you said, where people want it right now, right? I got a hundred dollars and I I need, I need to make a million dollars tomorrow. You know, I got a hundred bucks and I want to turn this hundred into a million. Well, that just won't happen for the average person, right? The thing that you got to realize is that, man, getting rich takes time. Getting wealthy takes time. And if you're young, the most valuable asset you have is time. Lower your expenses and start putting as much money into the market as you can while you're young. Mm, that's a that big thing or 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 in it in it and if you if you don't if you say well okay what about the connectors out there that's not so young right where if you're a little older if you're a little more seasoned if you're a little more mature then you gotta beef up your monthly cash flow mm-hmm, you gotta right. beef up your money cat like two two thousand a two thousand a month ain't gonna cut it you gotta figure out how you can start making eight how you can start making ten so you can speed up your goals yeah. so if you're young you got time and if you're a little more seasoned you gotta beef up the amount of money that's coming in every month mm-hmm. and start that's investing that obviously this is right on point and Again, confirmation, because just maybe it was last week, my aunt, she's like, Lex, I want you to start saving at least $500. And I'm like, well, yeah. And she's like, no, like seriously. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, because it, we blow, you know, we could blow that easy, easy, you know? And then she's like, no, because when you're my age, just think that could be a hundred thousand dollars easy. And I'm like, no, right. it's going no, Alexa, it's it's gonna, if you, <laughs> look, if you, you, I think you're right at 30 or under 31 or two, right? Well, why, why is this Alexa? Why is this? He's I, think 21. Like 20, I think, no, yeah. I'm going to say you're like 22, 23 years old. Something like that. So why is this? Something like that. If you, if you started saving $500 a month right now into the right vehicle, not at the banks, because the banks, it just don't work, right? Because the, the, mm-hmm. the interest rates ain't going to be high enough, right? You got to figure out something other than the banks, right? You got to sit down and talk teach, to me or breathe. Teach us. If you started, I'm telling you, if you started investing $500 a month, that would mean you would be maxing out your IRA every single year because there's a contribution limit to it every single year. And you would be in position to have well over a million dollars saved up by the time you get ready to retire, Easily. considering you look to retire you know, 55, 60 years old, you will have what well over a hundred thousand. I'm talking about a million plus dollars, possibly $2 million stashed away for when you get ready to retire. If you started doing five, I, I can prove it to you. Numbers don't lie. That's a fact. Yeah. Now, again, not only am I anxious about numbers, I'm also super skeptical, skeptical. Cause this is gonna, this is gonna segue into some questions. When people say that in so many years, I guarantee you will yeah. be a millionaire. That's kind of <laughs> kind of hard to swallow, you know, because I'm mm-hmm. I'm all about investing. I'm always looking for something to invest in. Not to say I have like a huge portfolio. I don't, but like Bitcoin. 
and or you know some type of cryptocurrency and then you even mentioned an ira and you know a roth and or a mutual like you throw out so 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 much so in your financial guru expert opinions what would you say would be as young as I am right now? What 20, would be, 20 something in your something 20s. like that, you know. Um, I will say, because I'm not going to do you like that, Lord. This is my Jesus year. Um, awesome. Oh, look at yeah, you. This is my Jesus awesome. year. So this is a good year for me. I, I can already feel it. So being 33 this year, what would be the best or what would be the, yeah, the recommended investment yeah. with my $500? Yeah, Gotcha. So one, so step number one is I would ask you, and you don't have to answer any of these questions. I'm just telling you what I tell to a client that's 33 years old. Step number one is I would say, okay, do you have anywhere between a thousand to two thousand dollars put away somewhere for an emergency? Right. Mm-hmm. If they don't have a thousand to two thousand dollars put away for an emergency, well, step one is we got to get a thousand dollars into some type of emergency fund first. That is step number one, right? Mm-hmm. Because in the event you have a flat tire, need to go buy a battery. I don't need you pulling from your IRA. I don't need you pulling from that account that we looking to let bill for the next 30 plus years. So step number one is let's get a thousand dollars under our belt. And like you will be surprised how many people can't get their hands on a thousand dollars right now. Like it's, it's mind blowing. Right. But that's step one. And then step number two is, hey, look, let's start you a mutual fund. Let's see. Can we max out your mutual fund, your IRA every single year? Right. But for your age. Uh, I think it's $456 that you can start contributing every single year. It's like $5,500 a year, right? So I would say, okay, well, let's max out your IRA. And what I would do is I would show you a hypothetical, right? Because I'm not, I can't guarantee you nothing, right? I can just show you how, how good it's been in the mm-hmm. past for people that have done what you'd have done, right? But right. I would say, okay, look, let's max out this IRA. That's $456 every single month. That's $5,500 a year, roughly, right? And I'm going to show you how much that money can grow to be over the next 25 to 30 years. And so we would take that money and open up an IRA account and have you invested into mutual funds. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to say, you know, um, the lawyer in me smiled because you did say, I can't guarantee. And there that's, you, you know, that's, that's why I'm like, Ugh, I hate like. <laughs> I don't like that. And I'll say to connectors, um, this is no financial advice. We're not signing any contracts right here. Right. You need to go get your own advice. Go get your there own you go. Sign some contracts because this right <laughs> here is all of Ashton and Brianna's opinion. So opinion. There you absolutely. Go. Um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and then but, and then and then most and most of our advice as well, it's for the average person, right? I, right? I'm I'm not I'm because because on a day in, day out basis, like we're not dealing with the guy that have a 30 million dollar network. We, we, we're not dealing with that person, right? You know, mm-hmm. our business is catered to the people that has been neglected over the past. 30, 40, 50 years. The, the, and we, you say, well, who's been neglected? Well, middle, middle class America middle has class. been neglected, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at America, there's the poor, there's middle, and then there's the wealthy, right? Well, the wealthy people, man, they getting all kind of financial help from these big time equity firms and these banks and all of this kind of stuff, right? If you look at the poor people, guess what? They getting financial help as well. You say, well, mm-hmm. how's the poor getting financial help? Man, they getting all type of stimulus checks. Man, they getting food stamps. They getting welfare, social security checks, right? But what about the middle class? What about the people that really run the economy? Well, they're the people that's not really getting financial help. And that's where the main event come in at. That's where I come in at. That's where Brianna come in at. And we provide education for middle class America, the average working citizen, not the guy that already. Now, can we help the guy that already got it together? Yeah. But our main focus is bringing Wall Street to Main Street. I love. Ooh, we Ooh, that hit me right in the gut. I love uh, bring Wall Street to Main Street. I love that because yeah. that's exactly how I feel. It, and I never knew how to articulate, you know, articulate that because I do, I have a passion for helping people. So of course, like I understand the need for welfare, but then you're right. It's that middle class that's like, wait, I'm slaving over here, driving the economy. I need some help. Yes, I love that. And even like what you were saying, you know, of course, these multimillionaires 
have the thousand dollars so that they do have the five hundred dollars to start, you know, investing yeah. in, in um, mutual funds. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That's one of the things that um, that drew me to the company uh, that, you know, us us forming our financial firm was just the fact that we're able to have those conversations and it doesn't go over your head. It's like, okay, I can digest that. I understand that, you know, it makes sense that I start putting away a portion of my money every month, you know, and able to track it online and, you know, look at my app and say, oh my God, my money is growing. You know, that's exciting. And uh, when I first came into, you know, into business, financial services, like you just said, you know, it made me cringe because I thought about, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't have this thing together myself, you know, (laughs) and I'm going to learn about an industry where I don't have this together myself, but you know, I grew in the business, you Mm know, uh, we've been in financial services for nine years now. Mm -hmm. And so we grew in the business, you know, mistakes that we made in the past, we were able to right the wrongs and things like that. So never feel like in your life that you're so far gone that you can't come back. You Mm -hmm. can't really back in and get on the right track. You just Mm -hmm. need a coach. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's what we're here for. There's look, there's doctors to coach people with their health. Yeah. There's mm. people, there's there's fitness instructors. You know, we are a financial coach. So we'll coach you on the right track to get your money right. That's all we do. I yeah. love and, that. Yeah. And watch this. A, men, a mentor of mine taught me this years ago. He said, Ashton, you better save money because mm. one day money is going to save you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you threw out, again, so many names. You said mutual funds. Can you give us three different types of investments that one should go do their research on? Um, I, okay, let's let's go college accounts, right? Because a lot of people got kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the main two that you probably should go research is a, is a 529 plan. And then depending on the state that you're in, you can either set up an UGMA account, U-G-M-A, or UTMA account, U-T-M-A, right? So that, that's one. Uh, also, mutual funds is another one, right? Go, go figure out what, what a mutual fund is, right? Before before you go investing in all of this kind of stuff, go figure out what, what a mutual fund is first off, right? Figure out how it works. And they got a lot of stuff on YouTube that you can watch, right? Or you can just call yeah. us, right? And we'll kind of help you with that process, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like you said, IRAs, uh, all, it stands for an individual retirement account. And all it is is uh, allow you to start putting money away specifically for retirement. If you touch it before it's time to touch it, you're going to be taxed on it, right? But then there's a certain type of account to where if you put money away for a number of years, you'll be able to draw all the money out tax-free. See, mm-hmm. most people don't even know about that. Since mm-hmm. There's an account out there. There's an IRA out there that you can put money into for a number of years, and you'll be able to withdraw all of your money totally tax-free after a certain number of years. Ooh. Ain't that something? Yeah. So look, that's why you gotta call us. Why you gotta talk to the money people? That's why you gotta talk to the money people. Yo. Yeah, okay. one, 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 look, one, one of the things that stop people from accumulating wealth is taxes. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm almost overwhelmed with so much good information about my money. Because <laughs> yeah. seriously, I'm trying. I am getting my money like. But the bag is going up this year. So that's I told it. the lady like who does my taxes. And I was like, I need you because I can't do this. Like, I don't want to, you know, I'm also learning. I got to pay myself, you know, and I have to have those other obligations. And so hearing pay myself, but then what am I going to do with it? You know, of course I save, I do my 10%. I save some, I spend, but that save some, I think I, this is the real question. Talk now, my you. girl, my my tax lady, she is in Louisiana. Could okay. you be my, can y'all be my money coach? That's funny because I actually had a money coach last year down in Baton Rouge, but y'all are in Monroe and y'all my blood. So yeah, <laughs> now here's, here's, here's and that, and yeah, we definitely can. And here's, here's what I tell people, right? You know, um, CPAs and accountings, they deal with the money you've already made. Mm-hmm. Right. We deal with the money that you're getting ready to make, Absolutely. or you're going to be making. So it's like a past ah. tense, future tense relationship. They deal mm-hmm. with the past. We deal with what's going to happen in the future. Look so you need here. both. You do. Yeah, that's a great analogy. That's the fact. Yeah. That I okay. That yeah, makes, the, the, okay. The, that, that makes, makes sense, sense. though. They, 
when you when you get your W2 or you get your 1099 or your 503C, whatever it is, right? When you get when you get your phone, that's money that's already came in. So the accountant right. or the CPA, they dealing with the money you've already made. That's well, a- we're financial coaches, we're getting with we're gonna be dealing with the money that you're gonna be making in the future. Yo, I'm salivating. Because <laughs> I'm already like thinking, because y'all, I got a promotion this year. And <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. You know, congratulations, girl. Thank you. And I'm really like being intentional about where I spend my money this year. Like, I'm look, I'm even rocking my cousin's shame. Shout out to Brittany BB Jewels. I love it. You know, I'm intentional about where I'm spending my money this year. And you have to be. Yeah. And and like where I'm making money, um, I'm in the process of hopefully starting another business or my first legit business this year. And, you know, of course, if I can get with y'all to invest that money, that's where that is where the money reside. Absolutely. And, and so what I tell all of my clients, right, before we look to add you as a new client, let us educate you on what you already have because you already might be in a new situation and it might not need, be a need for us. Like, I, you know, I don't twist people on to say, hey, you better become my client. You, are, right. you already might be in a great situation. And all we might do is just reconfirm some things or we just might give you a little education of what you're already doing, but you might be moving in the right direction. But if you're not, let's make, look, let's exit. Let's turn this thing around and let's get moving right. in the right direction. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a question. Connectors, if you have any questions for upcoming guests, or if you have a question for for me, or just a general question, email me info.ampsconnected at gmail.com and your answer will get answered or your question will get answered. My bad, (laughs) y'all. Investing in my child. Okay. So, hi, Alexia. I have just had a baby and I want to start his life off right. Can you give any tips on where to invest? Yeah. Step, step, step one. One is you got to have life insurance. People don't understand the importance of life insurance, but let's just say so. So that 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 is step one. So when we sit down and talk to somebody, the first thing that we look to do is help them make sure that they got the right type of insurance, right? And I'm going to just explain it, then I'll let Bree kind of take over. And people say, well, why do we start with life insurance? If I want to set my kids up for the future, why don't I start with, you know, putting money away for him? I say, okay, well, look, let's play the scenario out. Let's say you got an extra $200 a month that you can start investing, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't have insurance. Well, if you pass away one month or two months into your new program and you don't have life insurance, you're going to leave your son or you're going to leave your daughter with 200 bucks like that's not going to do anything for them right and so the mm-hmm. thing that we want to do first is let's make sure you got the right type of life insurance in place in event you pass away today tomorrow next week next year your son or your daughter they get to inherit hundreds of thousands of dollars you know versus just a hundred or two hundred dollars mm-hmm. and then we would look to set up you know a college account for them so step number one is hey let's make sure your life insurance program in place and then step number two if you want to send your kids to college we can set up a 529 plan for them absolutely and another great tool that we we sit down and we analyze and show you where you are. So a lot of people, as Ashton said, you know, some people have an extra 200. What we don't realize is we eat $200. <laughs> people <laughs> are Starbucksing $200. Yes. yes, right? You you go to a gas station and, you know, we look at, you know, buying a, a, a soda and that soda is $1.50. When you add up those sodas, how many do you drink a week? Mm-hmm. You know, you add that up over a month's time. Let's look at a year span. You're blowing 80 to 100 dollars mm-hmm. on that dollar drink like just yep. how powerful decisions are right so we start there we give them a free analysis right show them the scope of things this is how much is coming in mm-hmm. this is how much is going out is there a shortage is there an overage well let's figure out what we're doing with that let's allocate it and make it make sense right Make sure the money works for you on your behalf. So yes. um, that analysis is powerful. It's an eye opener. Like, oh my God, I have an extra $1,200 in a year? Mm-hmm. Yes. But let's make that money appear. Let's make it come to light and actually have it work for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and ultimately it, it'll pay off in the long run. So, so then what about, oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Ah, go ahead. Um, so then what about in the flip? Like, you know, you have a baby 
mm-hmm. just in the world. Well, what about someone who, you know, wasn't really financial, financially savvy with someone like myself, you know, anxious about money, but let's say they're in their fifties, almost retirement age. What kind of advice would you give them? They may say it's too late for me. Now, is it, is it too late? So it's, it's two different things, right? Is it too late for them? Like personally, or is it too late for them to start setting their kids up? What what question am I answering? I know that was like a loaded question. So how about this? Is there ever an age where it's too late to invest? No, it's Mm. never too late to invest. The best time to get started is right now. It's never too late to invest. Mm -hmm. So then how much you're able to look, so how much you're able to accumulate. There we go. Right. How much you're able to (laughs) accumulate is going to vary. Right. Because if you, you know, and I'm just basing this on a mortality table. Right. So the average female, let's just say the average female lives to she's age, let's just say 76 and the average male lives to he's age 72. Right. Well, we got somebody that's 55 years old, 60 years old. That means they're going to be, quote unquote, kicking the bucket in the next 10, 12 years, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have that much time to invest. So you might not see a big, big old return mm-hmm. over the next 10 years or so, but it's never too late to start investing. You just might not get to the to the millions of dollars, depending mm-hmm. on how much you're starting with and the age that you're starting at. Yeah. So that's why we tell people, man, why are you young? You, mm-hmm. you got youth on your side. You got time on your side while you're young. Now, if you're old, it's still not too late though. Yeah. You just going to have to contribute more. So you give an that? example. Me and you both 33 years old, right? So we're we're 33. If we wanted, and this is hypothetically speaking, right? If we wanted to get to a million dollars by age, let's just say 55, we might need to start putting away $5,000 a month because Mm -hmm. we only got 17 years to do it. Mm -hmm. If somebody was 20 years old and they wanted to have that same million dollars saved up at age 50, 55, they would probably only need to put away $250 a month. Now, right. That that's the difference. We need to start putting away four, five grand because we only got 17 years to invest. They got 27, almost 30 years to invest. Wow. So they would only need to be, you know, put away about 200 to about $250. Wow. Yeah. So it's best to start while you're young, wherever you at, wherever you starting, but you got to get started. The best time is right now. We don't know what tomorrow holds. Yes. Yesterday's already gone. The present is a gift. Wow. I'm just, again, overwhelmed with the info right now. Because even thinking about your children and how like you're already setting them up to be millionaires just off of the money that's coming in, off there you of go. investing the right way. Yeah, absolutely. But, I but love more, that. more so than what we leave to them, What's even more impactful is I'm, I am concerned with what I leave to them, but I'm more concerned with what I leave in them. Mm, that's a fact. That's more powerful because what I leave to them, guess what? It can get eaten up. It can get stolen. It can get taken away. Mm-hmm. What I leave in them is going to last forever. So that's I think true. people need to be focused on what they leave into their children. But man, what are you leaving in them? Like what yeah. principles are you teaching right now? Are they five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old? Like what right. what mindset are you giving them right now while they're in their, you know, while they're in their younger days, right? So yeah, we want to make sure we set them up for the future, but what I leave in you is way more important than what I leave to you. I love that. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So what about stock? Or stocks. I know because stock is, I'm hungry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stocks and bonds. Like, what do you think about those? Yeah, and uh, so all stocks and bonds is, is just different ownership inside of the company. Stocks is you're buying ownership. Bonds is you're buying debt inside of the company, right? And so uh, without getting too particular, we don't necessarily market those things individually. Ours is mutual funds to where it's a bunch of stocks inside of one mutual fund, right? So to give you a quick example, a mutual fund consists of about a hundred different companies, anywhere between 75 to hundred different companies, right? Okay. So it could be Chase, it could be Wells Fargo, AT&T, Apple, Google, right? All of these companies are inside of that one fund. Mm-hmm. And so what mutual fund investing allow you to do is you can start putting away $25 a month. You can start putting away $50 a month. You can start putting away $100 a month and start acquiring ownership in those companies through the purchase of mutual funds to where if one company does bad, 
or two companies does bad, it doesn't necessarily affect your overall portfolio because you got 98 other companies in there that's probably doing good. Mm-hmm. But when you do individual stock investing, right? If I just invest in, because if I just buy one stock of Apple or I just buy one stock of Tesla, right? Guess what? That stock can go up, but that stock can also come down. So it's a little bit more right. riskier when you just dealing with individual stock investments or individual bond investments versus mutual fund investments. I did not know that until today. Yeah. Until right now. Yeah. This is yeah. why y'all have to go educate Something- yourselves. <laughs> Alexia. <laughs> yeah, or or this or this is why you got this is why you gotta get with somebody that's educated. See, one of the things that I think we, we, we lack in, you know, our community is that you know we 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 don't we don't connect with enough people to lean on them for their information, right? I think we're you know, and yeah, it's good to learn your own stuff, right? But you know, the reason why you hire your lawyer is for the expertise. True. Like Brianna okay. said, you know, I so I don't need to necessarily go to law school if I got a lawyer. The reason why you look, the reason why you hire a mechanic, the reason I get a mechanic to work on my car, right, is because he got more knowledge in that area than me, right? So I go hire him so I don't have to go back to school to work on my car, right? The reason why you get a financial coach, right, is so that I don't have to learn all of this stuff about finances because I got somebody that's going to coach me and give me all the rules to the game. So, yeah, I think right. you do need to go learn some basic stuff on your own. But, man, get you a coach so you don't have to go figure out everything on your own. Alexis, if you told me I had to go fight my own battles in court i'm i'm lost i'm, lo- I'm out of here I'm lo- lock me up they, they, you. but i'm not gonna have to go through that because i'm gonna get me a good lawyer say so have no fear that's why I, i'm sleepy right now because i'm doing all the studying <laughs> there you, there you, there you, and, and, and and so in america you pay for the value gap you right. pay, so, so that's why that's why lawyers get paid the way they get paid. Mm-hmm. That's why doctors and physicians get paid the way they get paid. That's why financial coaches get paid the way they get paid because it's the value gap. It's the knowledge gap that you don't have. You pay for the knowledge gap. Right. Yeah. yeah. So your 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 knowledge is here about law, but mm-hmm. Alexis' knowledge is up here about law. Mm-hmm. You're paying for the gap. Mm-hmm. A mechanic. You look. Your knowledge about a car is right here. A mechanic knowledge about a car is up here. You pay for the gap. The reason why it's so yeah. much, you're paying for the gap. A dentist knowledge about teeth is right here. Your knowledge about teeth is right here. The reason why you pay so much to orthodontist or to a dentist is because of the gap. The not you pay for the you pay for the value gap or you pay for the knowledge gap. Yeah. Yep. And that's yeah I'm not sure if that makes sense or not. It does. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So with this business, like y'all are, I mean, I can tell y'all know y'all's thing. You talked about the kids. This is, this is actually my favorite segment of the show. Okay. I will give you an imaginary ticket. You can go anywhere in the whole wide world, including outer space. Hmm. Where would you go and why? Who would you bring with you or who would you visit? If you need some time, I will go first. If not, go ahead. I'll go last. I'm going to go last. Yeah, I want to hear, I really want to hear your answer first. So, okay. So it's probably going to be boring to y'all, but if I could, knowing that Mardi Gras season is coming up, (laughs) I would go home and y'all were talking about the food anyway. I would definitely go home. (laughs) Um, I thought, I just saw a BBC article um, about India and I cannot even recall but like a, a bunch of like millions of people went to India and they took a bath in this river um, it's said to achieve moksha and I think if mm. I remember correctly that would that would end the cycle of death and rebirth so I guess like free mm. themselves wow. and I was like huh because life and death can be so difficult sometimes, but I appreciate life. And then I was like, oh, would I really want to be around that many people? Right. And I was like, nah. And if I were around that many people, I would just go and go home. So <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to land. If I could, <laughs> I would go home. Uh, Mardi Gras season is upon us, even though we won't be Mardi Gras because no, we won't. It's canceled. But y'all, Mardi Gras falls. Mardi Gras Day falls on February sixteenth, the day wow. before my birthday. 
Wow. So, yeah. No turn, no turn up for you. No turn up. No turn up for me. No turn up for me. But I'll be here. Yeah. No turn up for me because I'm actually studying for the bar, which is the 23rd and 24th of February. So That's I'll awesome. be studying. <laughs> and awesome. you got this. Thank you. you got this. Look, get you some king cake. You'll be fine. Girl. You know what? You speak in my language because I was like, it's time for me to go home and order. I love. Okay, you have to tell the connectors. Okay, my favorite king cake connectors. If you don't know what a king cake is, go Google it. King, like king cake. My favorite is from Hey Dells. I love the cream cheese, mm. cream, uh, cream cheese mm. cake. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the top ones, so Hey Dales is a popular one, but there's an Antoine's mm -hmm. in New Orleans. That's another one that's really, really popular. Um, yeah. I would eat king cake from, I'm just bad. If it's a king cake, I'll eat it from the gas station. Like it's a king cake. You know <laughs> oh, what I'm saying? No, no. no. <laughs> I eat a king cake. I just love king cake, right? My favorite is apple if I have to get a filling. But, you know, normally I'll just eat the regular king cake. But my trip, look, if you gave me a ticket, uh -huh. I want a trip to Paris. Ooh. Paris. Yes. Ooh. That's always been a big dream of mine, like to go see the Eiffel Tower and to just dress up nice and just walk the, you ever watch the movies? The water, it looks so wet on the ground all the yeah. time. Like it's just glistening, you know, mm -hmm. I just want to walk down there and sashay with my pretty dress and yeah. throw it in with my my heels and I can see you it. Know, I just love that type of stuff. And I think yeah. I, you know, owe that to Sex in the City. They kind of sold it, you know. <laughs> I'm a Sex in the City girl. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yes. yes. Speaking of Sex in the City, then in let's just say hopefully COVID will go on here, go somewhere. I know. In coming up, I'll say October, November of this year. Uh -huh. I am putting together a trip to Dubai. So, wow. uh huh. So, y'all stay on the lookout. Even connectors out there, like my team, we're working. But again, your girl is working too. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so you can also have a sex in the city type as, yeah. um, rendezvous in the sands of Dubai. I'm going to connect with y'all on that. So, um, Perry, that is, that would be beautiful. Who would you bring with you? Um, of course I will bring, uh, my husband yeah. here, of course. Mm -hmm. now, uh, he knows I, you know, I, I'm, right. I'm extra. I, would. <laughs> I mean, who else would I bring? I can't bring the kids, right? you know, the six-year-old, huh? Um, but yeah, I would. And, um, I, I really want my, my parent, my grandmother, you know, she's elderly. I would love for her, my mom and my mother-in-law to experience something like that. You know, yeah. they're older. They haven't been out the country before. Mm. And so I think that'll be great for them to experience, you know, mm. you only got, you don't know how long you have with your yeah. folks. So you That's have to so spend true. those times. That's yep. so true. I mm -hmm. wish I like, if I could, if I had a PJ, we would be like, I would put all of us. Cause it's like, you know, Brianna, I appreciate 4th of July so much more mm -hmm. now. Like, yes. you know, moving in the Midwest to the Midwest and just moving around. You know, people don't do it like us. Mm -mm, they don't. Like, it's, we are blessed. Yes, we are. And we if are. I could put all of us on a plane right now we would be going to, to paris yes because i yes. can see us you know all in paris that would be so much fun that would be dope can you see us trying to boil some crawfish girl <laughs> girl i'm already telling my mama ma can can y'all please pull a trailer up here or something because i just paid 25 dollars for a pound of crawfish yep that's it that's about right you got off easy, $25. Yeah, I was so hurt. Mm -hmm. So hurt. Yeah. That's indeed. <laughs> There's actually a place like down the highway in Indianapolis said to, they know what they're doing. They know how to boil. And they fly their crawfish in from Louisiana. My goodness. Mm -hmm. mm, that's so probably why we run out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> they're going all over the country you know i mean nothing but the best so yeah it is it definitely is i was just telling it's nothing like so you can't just get the crawfish though 
I was just having this conversation with a girlfriend. See, if you're just doing the crawfish, it's not the total experience. You have to have the potatoes with the corn and the sausage. And I don't even eat sausage. But, you know, it has to be all together. You got to, and, and running nose good. If your nose yes. not running, it's not good enough, right? It's, it's too mild. It's got to be to a point Ooh. where your nose is running and you, you know, whew, I got to get through them, right? Listen yeah. to me. That's some good eating right there. That's some good eating. Ooh, we Like, yeah. seriously, shout out to Chef Oya at The Trap. Like I, I'm coming to Indianapolis <laughs> very soon because that she's probably the closest I can get some good succulent crawfish. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's about I guess it's about um from New Orleans to Baton Rouge, so not that far, you know. Oh, okay. It's not that Ooh. bad. So no, that's not yeah, bad. It's at gotta all. go. That's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah. So how about you, Ashton? If you had a ticket, where would you go? Um, I think mine would be to the, and I don't know if I'm even pronouncing it right. It's so fancy, right? Uh-huh. The, the Maldives. Yes. Is that right? The Maldives? That's, yes. that's where I'm going, right? That's where I'm, I'm going there. The, yes. pretty, the pretty blue water, the mm. hut that's just like in the middle of in the, the middle. ocean somewhere, right? And I think oh, I seen something I online to where there's like a restaurant that's like underwater, you know what I'm saying? It's like water, it's like water above you or something like that. Yeah. So it's like you almost like under the water eating at a restaurant. So I can just imagine me having like a real nice ribeye and the ocean <laughs> is like, a, and the ocean is above me. Oh my gosh, yeah. these so steaks. Just, just some different stuff, right? Just some different, but the Maldives, I love the water. I love the beach. I love the sound of it, right? And I can, you know, that, that, that would be mine, the Maldives. Ooh, mm-hmm. we, yeah. Y'all, we going, cause I we going. I've, I've never been to the Pack Maldives. Get and, your bag ready. Oh, I'm ready, ready. Let's go. <laughs> ready, ready. We go well, shopping when we go out there. We don't need no bag. Let's just know? grab, you know, let's just go That's shopping it. when we out there. Yeah, it looks so peaceful. Yeah, yeah. serene. Y'all have given some amazing tips. Can you give someone who's interested in becoming a financial coach, a financial guru, What's one tip that you can give them? Um, I would just say in terms of growing a financial business per se, um, get started. Like Ashton said, just, just, you know, take the step forward and, and just move on it. You know, don't be afraid. Don't get intimidated when it comes to finances. Um, just get started, just start somewhere. And like you said, or, or we've, we've been saying, you know, um, you have to have that person that's the expert. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we have a challenge with, right? We feel like we have to learn it for ourselves. Like that's what we're in place for, to give you the knowledge, the expertise. Um, and then truly, so so when I first started in financial services, like I immediately started, you know, paying attention to the money magazines and the CNNs and, you know, all that stuff started making sense when you mm. truly dig deep into it. Um, but I think that's, you know, a good start. Um, and I would love for the connectors, you know, I, you know, we provide these free analysis for them. So if they want to reach out, if they want to connect with us, we will be more than, you know, happy to help them to get on the right track, like to, to start, if that makes sense. Yes. And get them on the right path. 2021 is going to be something special. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. And Ashton, how about you? Just, yeah, either some, because that was a great point you said, um, Brie, either someone who is nervous about where to start or someone who is looking to be just like y'all. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine would be, it's real simple. Mine would be uh, become a great student and find you a good professor. Mm. You said, what you mean? Well, you got become a student, like whatever industry, whatever business, rather you say it's Forex or Bitcoin or the stock market, whatever it is, man, you got to be a good student, right? You got to study your craft. You got to learn. You got to observe, right? But then also you got to find you a good professor. You got to find you a mentor. You got to find somebody that, that's already at where you're trying to get to so they can help speed right. up your process, right? It's 
just like sports, right? You say, well, what, you know, what made the late great Kobe Bryant so good? Well, man, Kobe Bryant was a student to the game. He was a student to the craft. He studied footwork. He watched film. He, you know what I'm saying? He studied it over and over and over again, but at the exact same time, he found him a good mentor in Michael Jordan that helped speed up his progression. And it's no different from what it is that we do. So, well, number one, you got you to gotta be a good student. And number two, you got to find you a good professor. All right. And connectors, good thing, they know what they're talking about. So maybe you should contact them. Y'all give us your socials, your phone number, your address, where and how can connectors <laughs> stay connected with y'all? Absolutely. You can contact us on our email. It is main event. That is main event 1024 at gmail.com. Or you can look, we're very personal people. You can contact me on my cell phone, right? On my cell, 504 area code 255-2272. And reach out, man. Let's let's have a conversation. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm leave it with this. Oh, and also on, on, on your social media, Brianna, what's your, what's your Facebook and Instagram? Oh, Brianna? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously my Facebook is Brianna King, Brianna M. King on Facebook, Ashton King on uh, Facebook. My uh, IG is Queen Bree on IG. And so we can connect, man, connect on all platforms. And, um, you know, we just, we're two people, two millennials that like to have fun and like to pour into people. We're ambitious, motivated, down to earth, man. Let's just talk. Let's just have a ball. Mm -hmm. And like I said, make 2021 a great one. I mean, yes, we owe it to ourselves. We got through 2020. Yes. Yeah. And either you are a master of money or you're going to continue to be a slave to it. It's your choice. Ooh, 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 bow. And connectors, you know where to stay connected with me. My website, www.ampsconnected.com. You can email me if you have any questions for these artists or past artists, or if you just have a general question, email me info.ampsconnected at gmail.com or hit me up on Insta at ampsconnected. Until the next time, connectors, stay connected. Bye, y'all. Thank y'all. See y'all later. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.